Talks and Dogs, we are here at Joe's Pizza. Joe's on Higgins, 5747 West Higgins in Chicago, the lovely northwest side. Huge show, episode number three. We have a special guest. E, I'll let you do the honors. All right, cool. Um, welcome, everybody. Um, let's welcome in uh, Matt Harness from the Chicago Tribune Media. That's Matt, awesome. Um, thanks for coming on, and uh, just wanted to say uh, let's get this going. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, well, we're going to um, start off a little bit of uh, some golf talk. Some masters. golf talk, dude. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm you excited, know. man. I I got to say, uh, well, we starting Monday, right, the 6th? Yeah. Augusta? Augusta. That's, yeah, it'll be a week from, uh, those, they're going to be teeing off a week from today. That, that's pretty crazy. What do you What are you thinking? What do you like? Well, I first of all consider the Thursday of the Masters to be a national holiday. So I'm always excited. I, I even try to take that day off of work. Yeah. Hit up a bar <laughs> and watch. Uh, and nowadays they have uh, not just regular coverage, but ESPN will have like Amen Corner coverage. Oh yeah, yeah. So and I think they might have uh, 15 and 16. They have like a couple of special feeds. Oh really? Uh, these days, yeah. So if you if you go to a bar that has the nice panel TVs, it's a perfect viewing awesome. for a Thursday afternoon. Have you ever been out there? I have. Four, four times, but it's been a while since I've been there. The first, the first year I went was when Fred Couples won 1992. I was a junior in high school, and that was was it that long ago when Fred Couples won? Yeah. Wow, dude, yeah. that's crazy. 92. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen him play? Yeah. Lately? No, no, not lately. The guy's, no, a, I haven't the seen guy, him. The guy's unbelievable. Is so. he still? Is he still oh, rolling? He'll, he'll contend for a two days. A couple, yeah. A couple days. And then he just, you know, he can't hang putty. He, he can't make enough short putts, and his back will, you know, go out. But, yeah, he's uh, he's kind of – it is surprising he only won it once, and it was that long ago. Right. Um, but, yeah, so we, he, that was before – so that was pre-Tiger Woods. Right. And back then, I mean, it was a big deal, the Masters, for sure. But you could go into practice rounds for free. Yeah. And parking was free. Uh, now, when when Tiger won in '97, I mean, it changed everything. Oh yeah, I mean, it was practice huge. rounds are, you know, hundreds of dollars. I mean, people sell them on the secondary market. Oh yeah, wow, wow, it's that's crazy. crazy. That's and, and it's funny you bring up Tiger Woods because he was the last one to win it twice in a row. Now Bubba's won it, the last two out of three years. Right. Could he be the next guy to win two in a row? You think? I mean, he would be. It, 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 Rory's the favorite, but I, he doesn't play well there right and i think bubba's the favorite so if any yeah for sure the game the, the course just suits right. the way he plays like the risk reward he's so good on par fives okay and i mean that's where you win the masters is on the par fives i mean he can i think 13 he probably reaches that with a wedge really that's wow. unbelievable that's ridiculous it's, it's so yeah <laughs> these guys hit driver it's five iron in wow. par fives oh i mean yeah it's, it's and he's insane. even that's longer than that but it, you know it's yeah it's just a Augusta's a course I think you for one need to play there a few times right uh, which is why you know a guy like uh, Patrick Reed or, or Jimmy Walker's probably not on the radar they this I think is only their second time sure playing so you need that kind of local knowledge around the greens and you know again you can be a bomber like Bubba right and, you know it's a pitch and chip and putt 
and I'm sure I'm sure weather plays a big part in it too, depending on what, what what they're getting for weather. I mean, that could just throw everything for a loop. It's not short, and if it rains, then you have to carry the ball off right. the tee. I mean, Bubba probably carries it three oh five. That's crazy. You know, you, you know Matt's really good, right? I can I can tell I can tell just by, <laughs> that's just by hearing well, him talk. Well, well, I haven't played yet this year, so we'll, we'll see. According to my brother, he can play a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's All awesome. Right. So, um, Matt, we're one week away. Um, we're talking Masters. Um, we talked a little bit of Tiger. Will he ever catch Jack with the majors? Gosh, I don't think so. It, when he two years ago, he won five times, and that I thought was sort of signaled after you know the driveway incident. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was bad. He won <laughs> five times, but then with these injuries last year, this injury again, and this year, and then the chipping yips. Yeah, it's not looking great. I mean, he's pushing forty. So I do think that this year sets up pretty well. I don't even know if he's going to play right this year, but this was a good year for him because the British Open is at St Andrews, where he's won a few times. Yeah, as well. Um, but I mean, to win four more majors, I, I think he's looking maybe win one more tournament yeah, really. before you start talking majors again. The, the fields are so deep now. Yeah, there's a lot of talent. Oh my God, it's young it's guys. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's the young guys coming up. I mean, there, there's there's kids coming up, you know that, you know, eighteen, nineteen, that are just phenomenal. It's it's really amazing. I mean, and they don't have the the tiger intimidation factor anymore because they were, they were so like Jordan Spieth is twenty one. Yeah. So when he was born, Tiger was twenty. Sorry, nineteen. Isn't that crazy? So he didn't really see. I mean, he it's crazy. he kind of was born after that Tiger effect. <laughs> so then he gets on tour, and he's there's there's no one, there's no dominant player anymore. But when Tiger was coming out, these people had no idea that he was this good, and they were, I think, frankly, I think, kind of intimidated oh, by yeah. him. Yeah. And that that's gone. I mean, that mystique of him coming out, you know, first tee and having won the tournament's over. Oh yeah, he was he was. He was like the golden boy. I yeah. mean, everybody, even if you didn't like golf, you knew who Tiger Woods was. You know, it was like Michael Jordan. Right. I mean, he just had that kind of effect. But yeah, people watch. People watch. People watch golf because Tiger's playing. Absolutely. For sure. And that, I mean, TV executives, you know, cringe when, you know, they find out he's not playing because I don't care what anybody says. Like Eric, you said, they will watch. They, the ratings would be, even if Tiger misses the cut. Right. The ratings will be better Thursday and Friday than if he doesn't play at all. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, going back to Bubba, if he pulls it off again, right, wins back-to-back. So he'd be the first guy to win it twice in a row since Tiger. But then it bumps him up. He's in a category with guys like Phil Mickelson, Nick Faldo, uh, Gary Player. I mean, that's a pretty elite group of guys to, to, be, in, to be in with, you know, and I think – you think he's? You think that's on his mind going into this week? No, I, I don't think Bubba thinks too much. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. That would be his third Masters, third major. He's you. You won't say like a, he's the horse for the course, but there's not he. His game like fits certain places. Right. Like I don't ever see him winning a U.S. Open. Right. I don't ever see him winning a British Open. Now it could happen, but I, I certainly wouldn't bet that it happens because his game just. 
he, he gets too, like last year he already went ahead and said that he hated the Pinehurst course. Really? <laughs> and so you know right there he just I mean he just doesn't have the mindset right. to win that. So the guys that you mentioned, yeah, I mean your know, three majors puts you into some elite company. But he's, you know, winning them at the same golf course, same tournament. Not to take anything away from that. I would take one of those right, absolutely. You know, any day of the week. Yep. Uh, but, I, yeah, I'd, I, I'd like to see him win a different major right? to, you know, put him in that category. In that yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't argue that. You can't argue that. No. And then, you know, you, you, the Masters is such a prestigious golf tournament, Matt. Um, do you see any other major – in your mind, that's just as good, or do you think the Masters is the top of the top, top dog? I mean, I, yeah, I like the Masters. You know, just the history of playing on the same course, you know, year after year. And, I mean, it's gone through some changes, but it, it, it's fun. Like, you know, any other sport like baseball, that's, that's what's fun about baseball is you can compare eras because the game is sort of the same. I know the, the steroids thing changed, you know, the – how people look at it but you know when you go back to the same course you can sort of compare eras like right this era versus when you know ben hogan right the u.s open will go back to you know certain courses but they you know change every year i mean you if you play the same courses probably not but once every 10 years Uh, i would say the next one that people want to win in that's probably between if you're you know, European or American, but sure. I would say the U.S. Open. Yeah. I mean, it's the hardest yeah, one to win. I mean, it's just, I mean, a mental grind. Yep. Mental and physical grind. I mean, yeah. these courses now are so long, and, you know, to have to understand that making a par is not a bad score. <laughs> right. It's tough. I mean, some of these players want to make birdies, and when they're not, you know, it just takes them completely out of their game. But the PGA Championship, I would put at the bottom, although it tends to be the most – Maybe the second most exciting behind would, the Masters. Where would you rank them then? Masters, U.S., PGA, British. And I think the British is last because the weather plays such a factor. And it's kind of cool, and some, but it's so unpredictable. I mean, you, if you look at the roster of British Open winners, I mean, got Paul Laurie won it. I mean, you're not exactly getting the cream of the yep. crop right. uh, there. I mean, it has the history. Uh, behind it, but I, I mean, if I'm watching, I would watch the Masters, U.S. Open, PGA, then British. Yeah, and I probably wouldn't put the Players Championship ahead of the British Open. Right. Yeah. And plus, the British Open is on at eight <laughs> o'clock in the morning. It's, yeah, I was it's crazy. Say, like, you gotta get up at four. <laughs> watch the Olympics. Get, like, get, yeah. Up yeah, at, right. get up at three thirty. Watch some guys play golf. <laughs> right. We're we're on. We got um, Matt Harness on at Harness Preps on Twitter. Uh, that's where you can find it. He's a great follow too, by the way. I like it. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. It's a good stuff. follow. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you write for the Tribune Media. Yeah. So my um, main territory is um, up on the North Shore. Okay. Towns like Evanston, Highland Wilmette. Park, all that. Well, a little south of Highland Park, oh, okay. but like Glenview, right. Park sure. Ridge. In fact, Park Ridge. Oh, okay. I was at Maine South High School last night. Oh, really? Wow. For a lacrosse game. So. Maine South. But in the summer, we do a lot of golf. There's a lot yeah. of a lot of good golf in Chicago this summer. Yeah, when uh, I went, to, my kid goes to to school out in Rockford. I don't want to get off the beaten track, but I got to brag a little bit. One of the kids at, from his high school, he goes to Chesney Park Harlem, oh. uh, Nick Ten, and uh, one of the kids from the high school came in second in state in golf. I mean, that's just oh, how awesome. that's just. I mean, the golf I think is just getting bigger and bigger with with kids. I mean. It's not a well-off school. I mean, it's a public school that's got a you know a kid playing golf at a high level. I mean, it's just it's tough gaining popularity, and I think you're only going to get 
more and more talent, deeper talent. It's going to be tougher to win win these tournaments with these kids. Oh, yeah. Them, I mean, and, it, it, yeah, I mean, you were asking me about what we were going to talk about and, you know, how golf has been affected now that Tiger is possibly on the decline. And, I mean, TV ratings are huge for the sport, but it, it, there has been some drop-off and rounds played. But when you look at sort of the, the parity, you can look at it both ways, whether it's boring, you know, or you have a different guy, or you can say, well, it's exciting because you don't know who's going to win. Like before, you go to a tournament, and all of a sudden, Tiger Woods is like, he's going to win. And a lot of times you would bet, you know, if you're a betting man. Chalks you would, the dogs. <laughs> you would, I mean, they had to bet Tiger or the field. Right. And nowadays, I mean, I would give you the top five favorites, and I would take the field. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just don't know who's going to win. So, anyway, so just going back, I mean, I think, you know, being a golf fan, I mean, yeah, I do think golf has, you know, uh, you know, certain popularity to it. And Tiger was a huge reason why. Now there's guys like Ricky Fowler. I don't, you know, that he's only won one time. Right. But he's like the most popular player on yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not even, you're just like a personality. I love, I love the way he dresses. <laughs> the straight pill, the orange, the purple. Um, so, Matt, um, Let's get to uh, the Masters, go back to the Masters a little bit. And um, like you said, you take the field. Um, it's for anybody who's out there who might throw a bet down. Um, since you can bet Don't on Don't take bet. Rory. So, I think that's... No. Okay, so who you, who you have winning it? And let's throw someone in there. A big time, I don't know, underdog, uh, great odds. Who you have winning it first and then throw me, throw me a guy you, that, that might come in. Who do I have winning it? I mean, I would love to see Jordan Speed win it. And okay. I mean, he was very close last year, and he just didn't—he didn't play poorly. He just didn't do enough. And Bubba, you know, uh, just sort of uh, outlasted him. So I mean, that I'm going to say that's my pick. Speed's uh, a good pick. He's plus yeah. 900 right now. I'm yeah, looking at it, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's you know that yeah that's I, I uh, a friend of mine was in Vegas and. He, uh, I said, you know, put me down for Spieth. And, yeah, at that time it was it was 12 to 1. Okay. Which, you know, I mean, that's more or less favorite. Yeah, and then you got money well, rolling and stuff, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I like – okay, I'll just say I like Spieth. I'll go on record okay. to say uh, I like Do you have anybody else Spieth. you can maybe get out to so, our listeners? I mean, I, I, I like Adam Scott. I, I, he's won it before, but he's had to change putters from – the uh, the long stick, yeah, right? They're getting rid of that. To that, yeah, right. next year. So a lot of these guys are making the transition earlier. So I like Adam Scott. I think he's like 20, 20, 25 to one. Yeah, yeah, he's right. So there. if he can put, if he can get his putter working, I mean, he has the game uh, to win there. But you know, I don't know where what you would consider Matt Kuchar is twenty five to one. I think he <laughs> has a lot of the game there's, to win. There's money to be had. That's why I mean you look at it. I was it. looking at it earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's like Billy it's Horschel. Awesome. Billy Horschel is a guy fifty to one, and fifty to one. Wow. He won the FedEx Cup, you know, uh, title last year, so he has you know game played on, you know, big time, uh, big time stage, and so it's it's hard to say the guys are long shots. They're just there's so many guys that can win. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I but mean, looking at the odds, it's 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 all pretty close, really. I mean, you got Rory. What's, what's up Bubba there. at? Bubba, let me hook him up here. He's got to be man. He's got to be what? Ten. Ten. Yeah, ten. Right on the money. Yeah. So like Jason Day, I think 
you got Rory, Bubba, Jason Day, Spieth. I think those are, are those like the four yeah, guys. That, yeah. Jason Day, I, he doesn't seem to have been playing that much this year. I know he won earlier, uh, but I haven't feel like I've seen him out on the course lately. So really, he yeah. had a wrist injury last year. I know he's healthy, but I just haven't seen him play. You know who I like? And he, um, he just hasn't won a major. Is Lee Westwood? Yeah, he Lee yeah. Westwood. I, he's always around it. He's always around the money, and he just doesn't finish. And I think I was sitting with a buddy. We're putting. The, yeah, and 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 we we're we we're talking. He's like, "Well, who do you like?" I'm in this Masters thing, and I told him Lee Westwood. You probably get pretty good numbers with him. Yeah. I, he just he, he's always an incredible ball striker. Just couldn't putt i mean yeah. he couldn't make enough putts and he's you know one of those guys like are you is he ever going to get it done and now he's he's got to be in his early 40s so he would certainly be a i think a sentimental favorite i think a lot of people who yeah. follow golf for a while would you know be happy with you know him winning he's over 16 <laughs> yeah, he, he made the cut 12 times he's always around it yeah i'm telling yeah, you yeah. he is, he's what is always what's fred couples that's a good one I mean, you 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 watch Fred Couples play, like Matt said earlier. Everybody, he he's the first two days. He's sometimes he's leading. Yeah, <laughs> he's playing. And he might have he might have been leading last year. I think he was, or it was the year before that. He was just winning a major, <laughs> going in last year. I forgot yeah. which one it was, but he was. I saw him. He's you know now plays on the Champions Tour. Yeah, and there's you know an event up in uh, Glenview. Uh, the Encompass Championship, and I uh, interviewed him last year. And he, he sort of lives up to that personality. Just and maybe this was two years ago now. Just kind of this cool cat. He had yep. every suburban mom <laughs> in the North Shore following him. Oh boy, <laughs> there's a lot of them too out that way. Oh boy. Um, yeah, one victory, 31 starts, made the cut 28 times out of 31 Couples? starts. That's pretty good. Where did he finish last year? Uh, he, I'm, telling, I'm telling you, it was one, there was one tournament last year. He was winning, he was winning going in. I think he made even to the final year. day he was going in. Um, you're listening to Chalks and Dogs. Uh, we're at Joe's Pizza Thursday night. It is April 2nd. Um, we have Matt Harness live in our studio, also known as Joe's Pizza. I'll have to say it's my first time. The pizza is fantastic. This, this is the Did best podcast studio in the city. It's I'll the best. Frankie's sitting next to us. He's writing down. I don't know. He's looking at something on his phone. He's probably tweeting this out. Yeah, probably. He said he had two pizzas today. You know, now, he, now he, he just looks over and starts laughing. Got the waitress dying over here, watching LeBron go off on his old team. There's nothing better. We're talking gambling, golf. We're getting some NCAA in a little bit. Talk some women, maybe. Fred Couples placed 20. Yeah, but so he was 20th. That's yeah. pretty good. It's For unbelievable. Guy, it's 50 plus two. Two years old. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And Matt said it. You know how long that course is? It's oh, he hits the ball. He still hits the yeah. ball far. No, that, that's what, and that's what. But he just gets tired. <laughs> well, he's always had a bad back, doesn't he? Though and his putting was never his putting was never great. A hundred G's though, I'll take it. Right? Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean. <laughs> for him, that's nothing. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Tiger. Let's go back to Tiger just a little bit. Um, supposedly his plane landed, 
in <laughs> in uh, at the Masters. All right. Um, that's what the rumor was going on. No, yeah. it was there. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. it was okay. there, and so he played. Okay. He played. So oh, he already did? played there. Yeah. Okay. So does he have any? If he plays, if he plays, Matt, where's where, where he going to finish? Is he going to make the cut? If he plays, yes. He makes the cut. Does he finish in the top twenty? I hate betting against that yeah. guy because thirty-five to one right now. He's thirty-five to one. Yeah, that's cra- I, that's crazy. <laughs> that's just because people don't know any better, right? And so <laughs> Vegas is like, let's take advantage of those idiots. Yeah, yeah. But uh, top twenty, eh. no. Okay. So if he makes a cut, he'll be one of fifty. He'll finish. If he makes a cut, and I'll say he makes a cut. I'll say top 30. Yeah. yeah. Which I think would be a big step forward for him, considering he walked off the course in the middle of a round because he essentially couldn't chip. Well, he had the yips. I yeah. mean, he was blading chips. Yeah. Can That's, you believe that? Like, who it's walks hard off? to believe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he, in, to be isn't fair. That, isn't that mental? For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's have you ever, I mean, if you play golf, have you ever had the shanks? It's, it's, yeah, it's in your I mean, head. It's, not, it's, it, it's hard to explain physically how that happens over and over again. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, to see a guy that has won 14 majors struggling yeah. to chip the ball onto the green, it's kind of hard to watch. I mean, it's, somebody was saying, I don't know, I, gosh, I talked to so many people about this, but it's like watching Michael Jordan forget how to dribble. It's a, it's it's that crazy, right? It's crazy. Like watching him wa- go down the basketball court and not being able, to, like dribbling off his foot. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's a pretty good analogy, though. Really, to think about it. I mean, he's the best in the world, and then he's struggling on stuff that. Well, yeah, and I don't know. He's he's out of the top hundred now, and that's mostly because he doesn't play. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, the the fall of Tiger Woods has been pretty dramatic this year. I mean, I you know just, I, and this has nothing to do with his. Off the court, I, probably the biggest, you know, shithead or whatever you want to call right, him. Right, right. That's but as far as I, I mean, it's it's you as a golfing, you want to watch him play. Right. I mean, because yep. to me, parity is great, and you know, these guys, get, anybody can win. But it's far more interesting when there's a dynasty where there's it's good versus evil. I mean, right. when you have one guy that you're either rooting for or rooting against. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's that's why he puts you know butts on the couch. You have an opinion about him. Right now, it's hard to have an opinion about anybody. It's almost like, I like everybody. Right. And it's kind of boring. You think VJ Singh's loving it, watching him struggle? <laughs> He's got to be loving this, right? Him and VJ used to go at <laughs> I know, it. I know. It's the best. VJ, with his long swing. Good old VJ Singh. All right, you're <laughs> listening to Chocks and Dogs. We are with Matt Harness. We're sitting at Joe's Pizza talking golf and masters. At Harness Preps on Twitter. Uh, make sure you give you him a follow. You gonna stick around? You, you getting out here? I might have to. You gotta take off my rods here. Can All we right. ask? Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm. Yeah, no, no, just, more. Just, just one more question. Yep, yeah. Um, you said you like to watch. Uh, you, you like to maybe if you get if you can that Thursday, take off and, and enjoy the game. Where 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 are you? Where are we watching the game? Where you got a neighborhood place? Or yeah. So I I'm in the South Loop, Flo and Santos. It's another pizza place. At the, not as good as Joe's. That's right. <laughs> it's a pretty good bit. Yeah, it's like no, it's a close second. Matt's going to yeah. walk out of here 
and grab a slice too. I know <laughs> one's going to be in his hand. Watch when he gets out of here. I always want to thank Matt for coming on. Uh, thanks, Matt. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank you very much, man. All right. Well, uh, we're going to get rolling. Uh, we're going to change topics to uh, the NCAA. Um, our lineup tonight is going to be coming on next. We'll be at ETIP breaking down some gambling. Um, and then we're going to go to uh, Sammy Maniscalco. I don't know where you get these guys. And then lastly, we're going to do Keith Bunkenberg, uh, head coach over at Benedictine University. He's at the Final Four. All right, I want to know how you got that done. How did you get that done? Who, Bunkenberg? Yeah. He, uh, my brother, um, Jeremy, uh, went to school there. Um, first off, he should never have went Division three, but he did. Um, he had like Butler on him, North Dakota State, really? Air Force. Yeah, he could have went. My brother Jer could have went big. Um, but he decided to stay home. My dad's friends with uh, Keith Bunkenberg. Um, they, you know, play hoops in the parks uh, back in the day. And uh, he recruited my brother. And my brother wanted to stay home, and he pretty much killed at division at the Division three level. Really? Yeah. Um, so. I just shot him, a, shot him a little text saying, "Hey, come on, come on, let's talk <laughs> some, awesome. talk some final." F- and he's, and he told me, he told me yesterday, he goes, hey, "I'm at the final four. I right. go, you should be able to come on." He's like, "Yeah, no problem." That's awesome. I told you, Matt just took a slice. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's good. He's stuff. He's just eating it right next to us. Yeah, you got um, Like you said, you got to give him a follow at Harness Preps. It's, uh, it's a good follow for sure, man. I, I, yeah. I like scroll through the feed. That's one I always stop on for sure. Yeah, and sure. and you know, and, and Matt was awesome. Great golf, great golf talk right there. That was. Uh, it doesn't get any better than that. Let's be serious. You no, know? He broke it down. I mean, Tribune Media. I mean, it's, it's yeah, Chicago Tribune. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. We're doing it big on chalks. That's and right. That's right. Big. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, can we get into this real quick? Do we have time? Yeah. What do you want to get into? Little, little Danny Bernstein. Unbelievable. He's. A, I'm sure he listens. Danny Bernstein. Well, you know. I'm gonna no. I t- I'm tweeting at him. Yeah. Are you? At the podcast. I mean, yeah. So this is. This is the thing, all right? So this made national news, and uh, Dan Bernstein apologizes for sexist comment. Uh, this is from the Tribune's web, web page. I'm, I'm going to read a little a little snippet, but uh, basically, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, should I read his apology? Cause this just is, this we'll is just from, get it yeah, out. Yeah, 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 read yeah. it. So basically, uh, He's he, a punk. <laughs> he apologized for some sexist remarks he made Wednesday uh, about Ayanna Crystal. Yeah, from Comcast Sportsnet Chicago. Yeah, Comcast Sportsnet, and he mentioned something, I, and I, I didn't see all the tweets and stuff. Him and Spiegel, Matt Spiegel. And Spiegs, I mean, do you, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of either of them, really. No. And personally, I think I think Dan's a smart dude when it comes to sports. There's no denying that. But their show is a no. I can't listen to it. I can't listen to it because like they, they, they shit on their callers constantly. Like, who are these guys? Yeah. So, so whatever. You know sports. Talk it. Yeah. You're ripping on on callers. You're talking about Ayanna Crystal, uh, boobs, tits, whatever. Yeah. You know, she, she okay, I'm going to be the first one to say, I'm a huge Bulls fan. She was on the Bulls. She was the Bulls courtside reporter on Comcast Sportsnet. Okay? This was last year. Now, Chuck Garfine is. So, I don't know. If there was a little, no one liked her on the, you know, like the way she speaks because she does. She, Bernstein and Spiegel were right about. She sometimes she doesn't come off to be the best reporter slash commentator, whatever. Um, but to go, whatever, man. 
you're talking about his, some girl's boobs on the on, on the t- on TV. You're telling me you have nothing else better to say. The the t- the tweet exchange was uh, Spiegel on Twitter said Ayanna Crystal makes me uncomfortable. I feel how hard she's trying and end up awkwardly rooting for her to finish cleanly. And Bernstein re- responded, I have no rooting interest in her work, but enjoy her giant boobs. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you it's just... I, I just I mean, the way I look at it is, is uh, like, come on, guys. What, what are you trying to do there? You know, like, let's just talk some sports, man. Get, get over her. So she's got some big boobs or whatever. She, I mean, she's not that great of a commentator. Who gives a fucking rat's ass, man? Spiegel and Bernstein, too. God, I, w- I love to listen to, the, to their opinions on sports. What what is he talking about Derrick Rose and ripping? Oh, he loves eating on shit on Derrick yeah. Rose. Yeah, okay. It. I mean, the guy's broken down. Fucking, like, talk about something else. Let's, you the, know, in, in Spiegel, like, whatever, man. I, that, the, that, the really, re- that, that really ticked me off. When you sent me that thing and I read it, I was fuming, dude. dude fuming. The, and the reality is, I mean, it's, it's, no, it's no secret. People in TV, they hire pretty people, right? They hire good-looking people. That's, that's what they do. They're, they're looked at. That's part of their job, right? And you know what? There's, there's a part of it that people, like, guys, guys, guys are watching sports, and guys will probably be more likely to watch a pretty girl on TV. That doesn't mean she's not talented or doesn't know her stuff, you know? It, it didn't hurt. But to just to, to bring it down to that, for a guy who... who I mean, Dan Bernstein's the smartest guy in sports radio. Ask him, he'll tell you, guaranteed. You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, he's just. You got me. It, it's, it, <laughs> dude, it's, okay, that's enough. This guy, yeah, we're yeah, giving him too much. Yeah, I'm going to tweet, tweet, I'm gonna tweet that at him, too. Yeah. Two punks. Yeah. Two huge punks. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, whatever. Give, I'm done with them, dude. Time, yeah. It's just funny it. that it made national news. I just like to see him eat his balls on national, in, on national yeah. news, you know? Yeah. That's karma. Oh that's what that is. Yeah, punks, punks, P-U-N-K-S, punks. All right, boys, um, we, we got a couple minutes before our, uh, we welcome in our next guest on the uh, Joe's Hotline. The Joe's Hotline, Joe's Pizza Hotline, and uh, Joe's on Higgins, www.joesonhiggins. You got to check it out. Order online. The website, as far as pizza places go, their website's, like, Number one. I mean, you're not going to find a better website for a pizza place. It's unbelievable. Dave, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, a lot of times you're looking. If, if, if your pizza place in your neighborhood has a website, it probably looks like it was on, like, AOL back in 95. I mean, it's brutal, right? I mean, yeah. this is pretty. it's actually pretty cool to look at. I mean, the marketing is awesome just because you go to their website and it's just the first thing you see is a giant close-up of a pizza. Huge it's awesome. sausage pizza. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, you want to get into uh, a little bit about DePaul hiring Dave, yeah. Dave Leto as their new coach? What are your thoughts on that, dude? It, <laughs> at first, I at first I laughed and I thought, well, maybe it wasn't that bad of an idea. I mean, he 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 won. He won with him. Yeah. I mean. All right. So we got into it last time about Villanova. Remember right. DePaul? No one's in the stadium. Blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're gonna go back to a guy. Who left them? Yeah, he did. Okay, left them. Said, "Bye, I'm going to a bigger job." Got fired. <laughs> now they're going to rehire him. <laughs> when you had who? Uh, Drew from Velpo. Hopefully, hopefully for less Bobby money. Bobby Hurley. Yeah. 
wanting to come wanting yeah Yeah. new fresh face yeah new young energetic dave Lado must know somebody he's got to know somebody right he's got to be in it's got to be what's going uh pancetto that's the ad what is she doing i don't know so it starts from the top something's got to give over there i don't know what's going on that the paul's just crazy Let's uh, let's welcome in uh, E Tip. What's up, E Tip? What's happening, guys? What's going on, man? How are you? You alright? Yeah, you good? You good? Here. <laughs> all right, man. I know. I'm, I'm sure you're hard at work, right? We're uh, we're interrupting you, uh, diagnosing or strategizing your your plays coming up. Doing a little digesting for sure. It's uh, you know. Two big games. It's uh, this Kentucky, Kentucky Wisconsin game is just insane when you break it down. It's uh, I can't wait to watch it just from a fan perspective, and uh, it's just going to be two great games. It's kind of weird to see Duke being on the undercard, being in the Final Four, but um, that, that's really true here because that Kentucky Wisconsin game is just such a main event. It should be a it should be a really good one. Does Wisconsin stand a chance? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, this is this is the reason Kaminsky came back to school to get another shot, yeah. uh, and then to be able to get that shot against Kentucky, um, you know, it, it, he couldn't have written a better script. But uh, it's just unfortunate that Kentucky is just so damn good. Um, but you know, they have a shot. They have they have a lot of guys that are that are tall enough to, to battle Kentucky's length, and everybody can shoot. I mean, at some point they can put. They can put a bunch of a bunch of guys over six eight. They can get out there and shoot the three, and um, you know they can they can play with pace, and they just don't turn the ball over and make mistakes. That's something obviously you have to do against against a team like Kentucky. But uh, yeah, they they've got a shot, no doubt. Uh, now, do they win? Deep down, I don't think so. Uh, but I think I think it's a great game uh, regardless, and I think they they've done everything they can do. To show you that they've got a chance, that they've got a chance to beat them, and and we'll see what happens on on Saturday night. Awesome, awesome. Um, you're listening. You're listening to Chocks and Dogs. We got uh, at etip11 on Twitter, um, at Capper Advantage also on Twitter, and then uh, www.cappersadvantage. Um, two great guys, him Big East. Um, they've had a little bit of a rough year. I mean, Ch- Charlotte er, e- etip will let you know, but. These guys are, are, are great guys. They give it it all, you know, and um, let's uh, let's break down that, that, that the other game real quick, and then we'll get back to Kentucky. Uh, Michigan State, Duke, Izzo. I mean, I think it's five, right? It's got, Is it gone up to five? <laughs> yeah, depending on where you look. I think Duke's moved, moved to half point. Um, you know, on the consensus front, they're looking at about, about 70-30 Duke. Um, Damn! Just again, you, you get. Uh, I mean, how much more can Michigan State be doubted? Uh, I mean, I get it. You know, they're going up against Duke, and you know, I'm a Duke fan. But come on, I mean, it uh, just proves it time and time again. They're they're senior laden on the front line and the backcourt. Travis Trice is pulling off one of those Kimba uh, Walker slash the bad Napier type tournaments. Man, he's been unconscious, and you know, I give them. I give them a hell of a, an opportunity to slip inside that number here for sure. Now, granted, uh, they played once already on a neutral court. Duke beat them by 10. And, 
they obviously are, are both much improved. Um, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Duke's defensive improvement. I think they're, uh, I think they're the second-best defensive team in the NCAA tourney behind Kentucky, which, you know, if you watch them in the regular season, a far, far cry uh, to how they perform in the regular season. But uh, you look at Michigan State, they get a little bit of that Wisconsin-itis. You, know, you think they've got a really good defense, but it really comes down to pace. You know, they have the ability to kind of slow it down on the offensive end. And Wisconsin, now, they play a little bit faster than they had. And Michigan State's not afraid to run. But you look at their at their points per, per, per 100 possession, and their defense really kind of moves back and around you know, the middle of the pack. So Big Ten teams, especially Michigan State and Wisconsin, some of their defensive statistics, you know, it might not be so defensive when you break it down. They're not really more about the blocking and stealing more so as they're seeing a bit of a lower score. So maybe more so with Wisconsin than Michigan State, but you know, a little little bit to beware about when you look at how they've done defensively, especially throughout the season. But um, you know, I give Michigan State a, a great opportunity, like I said, to flip inside that number, and especially if it stays, uh, if, if the money continues to pour in on Duke. And uh, I give Izzo all the more chalkboard material to put up in that locker room. It'd be hard to let off Michigan State catching catching multiple possessions. It, you know, uh, one thing I saw is um, that that I thought was kind of interesting was Izzo since '95 is 46 and 16 in the tournament, um, eight eight and one. Uh, or one and eight, I guess I should say, against Coach K. He's won one time in nine in in, in nine games against Coach K. Do uh, you think Coach K's yeah. got his number? You know, when you're when you're eight and one over somebody, it's hard to say. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to say you don't. But let's like, take a little bit of look inside of that from a betting perspective. And is those five and four ATS in those nine games against Coach K? So he might have his number straight up. But for our purposes, yeah, not so much. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right, cool. I mean, I just these games are tough. Um, just looking at both of them, Etip. I mean, does you do you see anything though that says, hey, maybe there's some value. Maybe you know I might be on the right side if I'm looking a little bit hard. Do you, do you have anything that uh, that catches your eye? Yeah, like I said, that, that Kentucky-Wisconsin game, I, I really, yeah, I could see Wisconsin covering. I could see Wisconsin winning. But when it comes down to it, I, I, that Kentucky depth, um, you know, it's it's just a match. I mean, Notre Dame, here's the thing with that game. Notre Dame, Notre Dame had them on the ropes, obviously. But, I mean, it's, it's almost more impressive that Kentucky found a way when they're down six. Nothing's going their way. They got no momentum. Uh, it was almost more impressive the way they hung on in that game than the way they beat West Virginia like a drum. And you know, with that game, I see nothing, man. I, I, I see nothing. I think the value comes in that first game. And I think if, like I said, if it if it stays anywhere near this lopsided defenses of seventy thirty. Um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on Michigan State for sure, and, and I like take it. those points there. It, I like it too. I mean, how do you? I don't get it. They're gonna get five. Duke beat them earlier by ten, I believe, right? Eighty-one, seventy-one. Earlier in the yeah. earlier in the year, both teams were just feeling each other out. 
Michigan State is playing ball right now. You're going to give me five points? I mean, Duke's good. Duke's real good. Michigan State's beating some tough teams. Virginia, um, you know, just I that five looks awful good, man. Yeah, and uh, you know, like you know, I think we've talked many a times. Uh, you know, we're always weary of um, you know of Johnny Public and what they're doing. Um, you know, it looks it it looks even better to me when when again it's early. It's still early. You know, most most of most of you guys are going to put a hundred bucks down on a game aren't betting it on Thursday. So you know, this could very well look a little different come Saturday afternoon, but. And like I said, if it stays this way and you're going to give me five in Izzo in a Final Four game with a senior-laden team like this who is very deep, here's, here's one angle, too, we got to think about. Duke is, and they had a they had a really tough time to get here. I mean, the back game was certainly tough, but their depth hasn't really been stressed. They go eight deep. You know, somebody fouls out there. On that side of the game, it becomes if, if officiating becomes a big variable in this game, I think it's a huge, huge edge to Michigan State. You saw two guys foul out in that Louisville game, and they were still able to overcome. You know, they, the depth on that side of the court is a 180 from what is on the other side. So, um, you know, obviously you don't have to push the ball out, but you know, one thing to consider: should that become a big variable? Very little men equation. That's just another big, big time advantage on on the green side of the court. I gotta, I gotta say, uh, Capper's Advantage. We gotta plug the website www.cappersadvantage.com. And I'm actually looking at the website, and this is kind of a little off topic, but a lot of pretty girls, right? When you go on the website, I love it. Um, but <laughs> hey, dude, there's hey. nothing, Dave. Come on, I love it. But wait, we're, it, we're both married. But I know, what? I know, we but. Can, Interestingly enough, one of them look. one of them appears to be holding the sports almanac from Back to the Future too. Am I mistaken there? <laughs> look at that. That's an astute observation. That's right, man. Yeah, I, uh, we had we have a, we had a, a, a naturally fit modeling agency do a model shoot for us. We created a couple different scenes. Uh, you can see the bang, bang, bang on there. Yeah, um, yep. you know, my little monica when I when I hit a play. But yeah, man, we uh, we, we grabbed the uh, we grabbed the. Grab the copy, or grab the copy of the, the uh, almanac from Back to the Future. And if you if you could really zoom in, we changed the uh, we changed the year to three thousand and put Captain's Advantage on the top. <laughs> that's awesome. And, uh, but yeah, man, that's that's exactly what it is. Nice, nice observation. Now, the other thing is, I think I found a mistake on here. Is this is this right? A full season of picks for ninety nine dollars. <laughs> you got it, man. It's, it's ninety nine bucks for both of us. Uh, yeah, as he pointed out earlier, this basketball season has been an absolute nightmare. Um, you know, it's just been just been one that I personally just had just wanted to bang my head against the wall. Um, but you know, sports betting is cyclical, and it, it comes in cycles. And uh, you know, this is this is the year that the college basketball decided to uh, uh, to give me a big middle finger. And um, you know, it is what it is. It happens, and it sucks. But uh, I'm not going anywhere. Neither are we. No. And that's absolutely right. Ninety-nine bucks for both my picks and nope. me. That starts yep. from the beginning of football season, uh, all runs all the way through uh, the NBA playoffs, and, and that's that's what we consider a full season. I'm with them. Um, Ready, tip? I'm with you. Yeah. There you go. I, I, uh, but I, I, you I'm know, it's, uh, I can't wait for college football to start. That's for sure. But 
um, you know, again, college basketball was just, it was just a rough one. Rough one, and, you know, we'll never deny that. And uh, you'll always see um, on our site, you get exactly, exactly what we say we do. Our records are always posted there. Our plays are always there. And that's one of the main main reasons we exist is to put some good transparency and honesty uh, into this into this world that uh, you know can be seedy and misleading, and you know it's uh, you work too hard for your money to be to be misled. Losing is one thing, but being misled and lied to is another, uh, and that'll never happen here. So um, we're looking to get back on track here come college football season and uh, you know continue um, continue that bowl season run. We got back on track in college bowls, going 25 and 11 last year after a down year. Uh, off a 30 and 7 run and a, and a 30, 35 and 16 run, but um, looking forward to college football, college basketball uh, coming to an end. I can't say I'm, I'm too upset about it. Screw it, uh, man! But at the same time, I am looking forward to uh, to a great college football weekend. For sure. Awesome, E Tip. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming on. He's our Vegas expert, man. We all we're gonna go to him. We're gonna all the time. Uh, can't thank you enough for coming on and taking some time with us, man. We appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Appreciate it coming on. It's, uh, it's fun, man. It's always fun to, to talk, talk a little sports. And then, you know, what we love to do so much is to throw a little ATS uh, money talk in there as well. So those are, those are two things that, that are certainly uh, uh, a passion of mine, and, and I love to talk. It, so um, appreciate you guys having me on, and good luck with the podcast. Thanks, bud. All right, thank you. All right, man. Talk soon. All right, bye. That'll be good. All right. So uh, we're going to switch gears and talk to um, Sammy Maniscalco, let him break down uh, both games as a former player, Division One basketball player. What's going on over there? You all right, Sammy? You need help? Can you guys hear me? Dude, What's where are you at? Are you okay? There's like is someone banging you with pots and pans? No, no, no. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Loud and clear, I Sammy. I couldn't hear you guys. You're cutting out. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, Better now? Yeah, we definitely can hear you. We, we, you you were just like, it was getting like slammed, dude. You sure? You just, yeah. you, you, someone took a charge on you? Nobody <laughs> does. <laughs> hey, so he just played the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm running a league. So he shows up. You know, he used to play on my team, but now he's got to play with these guys from Lawrence. Oh, of course. Yeah. So uh, bringing some ringers in? No, no. And then he, so then he puts up like ten threes, dude, in a matter of like I don't know, fifteen minutes. Were you you weren't Ding them up? I w- I was doing the no. It's my league. My team oh, has a, okay. my team has a bye. Oh, right. So I'm doing the scoreboard oh. and I'm just watching him. He's running up and down, shooting threes like it was water. Anyways, I, I probably missed I probably missed more than I made. So. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, all right. Well, we're talking to our our college our NBA expert. Uh, Sammy Maniscalco. You can find him on Twitter at Sam Maniscalco. Um, you're listening to Chalks and Dogs. We're at Joe's Pizza. Joe's on Higgins.com. Order your food. All right, Sammy. Um, I guess we're going to start there again. Michigan State, right? I mean, it's like a broken record, dude. Um, they got it done again. They were down at the half. Does he just... I mean, these guys are just so motivated, right? To get it done. I think so. I mean, it's just the effect that Tom Izzo has come March, like we talked about last week, is just uh, it gets you guys to play like monsters. It gets you guys to play 
over their potential and what they are. And uh, when it comes to tournament time and anything can happen and that kind of thing, you get hot, you get on a little streak, uh, carry that momentum over from game to game. And I think that's what this is the case of. You know, these guys get this momentum going into the tournament and they keep going the first and second round and they build on it and build on it and it carries over. They get this confidence where, you know, they feel like they can beat anybody and obviously they can. So, but I think it starts with Izzo and his approach and his focus and confidence he has and carries that over to the guys and displays on the court, that's for sure. All right, well, I'm going to come right back at you on that because you you played D1 uh, at Bradley and at Illinois. Do you feed off that as like, because, you I mean, you're, you were at the top level of college basketball. Do you guys feed off that when you know you, you, you got that like the that cockiness, that little swerve, you know, like hey, I don't care who we're playing. Like, do you do you, do you guys feel that at that level in in your bodies? You do you guys have that? Yeah, no doubt about it. I think you know you feed off your coach, you take off after your coach's personality, and he's got confidence, you got confidence, and I think like you said, it it, it when you produce, you know. You go through the grind of practice, and you start seeing those results transfer over onto the floor. That's when you really get your confidence. Um, and then you got guys, you know, buying in, and you win a few games here and there, and you get that, like you said, that kind of swagger going, where you feel like you can play with anybody, and it carries on over from game to game. And but you, but you build that, you know, in practice, you build that throughout the year, you build that through your grind, through your repetition, through your your focus throughout the season, you know, for, for Michigan State, team like that, you build that through your Big Ten season and your your grind you go through in the tough games and battles and whatnot and where you feel like, hey, you know, I just went to this Big Ten season, you know, there isn't anybody out there that, that's going to be as tough as that, you know, what we just went through. You know, there's, there's going to be a six-game stretch that's going to be as tough as what we just went through. So I think that's the case in point for Michigan State. They just feel like, hey, we went, just went through a Big Ten season, we're playing well. We got some confidence. We can do this, and look what they're doing. So um, they do it every year too. So we act every year like it's a surprise, you know, like holy cow, look what time Izzo did. We should start to expect it. I think. Yeah, you know what? I, I was thinking about this on the, on the way in here, um, and I'd love to hear your take on it. We're we're all pretty close to the same age, I think. He's younger. I mean, here we are. Well, you know, you guys are both. He's younger. Here. He's got the looks. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, again, Izzo, Coach K, Calipari. I mean, is it to the point where it's like we're betting on coaches at this time? I mean, these guys are always competing. It's the same guys. I mean, there's, you know, maybe throw three or four more in there. Um, you know, I, you almost think like NCAA men's basketball is like a coach's game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. These guys are good at what they do, that's for sure. But um, <clears throat> I think Izzo would be your guy uh, out of those three that gets the most out of out of less. As far as I don't think he's got the most talented squad every year, but he just finds a way to get them to collectively buy in, um, and they're successful. You know, um, I think with Bo Ryan uh, and the other two guys you mentioned, Coach K and Calipari, I think they really have. I mean, Coach K and Calipari, let's be honest, they have forces. You know, those are the guys that have won and done the Council All-Americans on their bench. Right. Um, Bo Ryan's a guy, yep. Bo Ryan's a system guy. You know, he's a guy that he recruits to his system. Um, he finds guys that are going to fit into the personality of Wisconsin basketball and, and what he wants to do. And 
in the philosophy he teaches and preaches. Um, and he happened to get two lot, potential lottery picks to, to commit and buy into his program and look where it's taken. So I, I think the coaches, do they have a, a, a big effect on, on what goes on? Absolutely. There's the good guys that recruit the team. They're the guys that, that, that put the, the, the product on the floor. Um, but when the ball goes up, I think it's the players that decide, you know, what happens, um, especially at those bigger schools like that. They have those one-and-done players. So I think the talent kind of shows through then. Okay. Um, awesome. Again, awesome stuff by Sammy. Um, we're at Chalks and Dogs. You listen to uh, Sammy Maskoko, former Bradley, Illinois basketball player. Um, Wisconsin, Kentucky. Um, Notre Dame, first off, should have beat Kentucky. But well, that's a whole other story. Um, can Wisconsin, um, do you think, all right, they play two ways. I mean, when they didn't have their offense, they slowed it down. They got a great offensive team. Do you think he's going to run up and down with them, or do you think they're gonna, he's going to lay back and maybe hold, not hold it, but, you know, get a good shot like they always do? But you know what I mean, right, Sammy? Like, they're not going to. Yeah, no, they're, Wisconsin's not, not going to change anything they do as far as their, their approach and their philosophy. Um, you know, their staple is, listen, we take good shots. We pass up good shots for great shots. Uh, we take high percentage shots. Um, you know, and then defensively, we make you or try to make you take low percentage shots, which are long twos that are contested. Um, we don't give up offensive rebounds, and we throw four guys back on defense. So you're going to have a tough time running on us. Now, that's easier said than done against a team like Kentucky with the horses they got, you know. So it's definitely going to be an interesting game because it's, like you said, it's contrasting styles. You know, you got Kentucky who wants to get up and down and get after you and, and, and push this tempo. Um, and on the other hand, you got Wisconsin who kind of, who's kind of, you know, very methodical and, and want to get into their sets and kind of wear the shot clock down and, you know, 10, 8, you know, 6, 5 seconds on the shot clock. They want to go search for, for, the, for the best shot available. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see um, when Kentucky does guard for 15, 20, 25 seconds, um, the type of shot Wisconsin has historically gotten in the past has been a high percentage one because of they've worn defenses down and worn teams down, both mentally and physically. I don't know if you do that with Kentucky because they're 6'9", 6'11", 7' foot across the board. So um, if those guys stay locked in Kentucky defensively and they, they, they put up with the Wisconsin slow pace and methodical shot clock and yada, 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 um, it's going to be tough for Wisconsin to score on them, but it's going to be a good game because it's contrasting styles and both teams have great players and um, it'll be exciting to watch, that's for sure. Where, where do you think the game's going to be won? Do you think it's going to be won in the backcourt? And if if so, who do you think's got the advantage there? Well, I think, you know, what we talked about a few weeks ago is, you know, guards win game. Absolutely. Um, it's always the case as far as, you know, they're the ones that make the decisions. Um, but in this specific game, you know, you got Kaminsky, you got Decker, who are in the front court, um, and then you got, you know, Towns and Pauly Stein and Trey Lyles and those guys in the, in the front court, too. So I think it's really going to be a match with both guys. The thing with Frank Kaminsky is where he's so unique is, yeah, he's a front court player, he's a seven footer, but he's got backcourt, you know, guard skills. You know, take you out the three point line, take you out 25 feet at the basket, and put the ball on the deck and make a play, not only for himself, but for others as well. So, um, I think the, the game's really going to be won on the glass. You know, whoever, if, if Wisconsin can hold these guys to one shot, keep these guys off the glass, throw the ball off the board, um, I think they got a legitimate shot at, at getting there. But if, if, if Kentucky gets to the offensive boards and 
kind of creates havoc and stuff like that. I think it, it might go Kentucky's way. Obviously, guards got to make shots too because they're going to get opportunities. But I think they're really the battles and the boards. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I want to get to one NBA question before you let we let you go. Um, can you just tell us real quick, Sammy? Real quick. Uh, Michigan State, Duke. Who's winning that game? Duke. Okay. So we got Duke, and then Kentucky, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. All right. That's I. He said. Sammy said that before. Remember? It was yeah, our first. Yeah, it was absolutely. our first show. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah. I, I was. I mean, I knew he was going to come back, but we got whoever's listening now. Um, Sammy said that. Sammy said that on our first show. Um, all right. So Duke, Wisconsin. Who's winning it all? I, I like Wisconsin. I just have since the start. Uh, I think they got the, the, the brains. I think they got the, I, I don't know, I think they got that revenge check too. I think it's their year. I think it's kind of destined to win it. So we'll see. All right. Well, I mean, I I agree with you. If, and if you're a betting man, Wisconsin's, I think, to win the championship is, is some good money right now. So um, they're, t- they're tough, you know, and I could see them winning it. Okay, so let's switch just a real quick, a little bit of gear. Um Bulls, Derrick Rose, do you see do you see them coming out of, I know you're a LeBron guy at Cleveland. Do you see them coming out at all? Um and giving them giving them the Cleveland a, a run for their money or the Bulls just have no shot? I think they'd give them for a run for their money, but I don't think they're comfortable to come out of the East. And I don't think it's necessarily just because of the Derrick Rose uh, you know, knee injury, I, I think that's part of it, but I think a lot of it's internal with the Bulls. You know, you hear all the stuff about Thibodeau and the front office, yada, yada, yada. There's just so much crap going on in that locker room where... Um, and then throw in the fact that I think Cleveland, you know, especially being the higher seed and the way they're playing right now, um, I, I, don't, I don't see the Bulls beating them. I know, they're smoking. So no, they're to, smoking to answer your question, yeah. I do not see the Bulls come out of the East. Okay, here. yeah. Clearly, if you would asked me this about a month and a half, two months ago, I probably would have said yes, but... Because of recent events, I don't see the Bulls coming out. They're smoking Miami right now, Cleveland, smoking them. Anyways, Are they? Yeah. yeah, bad. Um, all right, uh, let's get you out of here with this one. Dave, you got anything, or you want me to rock and roll? I'll go ahead and close it out, Sam. First, I mean, solid always, Sam. Yeah, is, he's our – I he, can listen to this guy all day. Hey, real quick, he's our guy, guys. Yeah. He's our NBA, <laughs> our college expert. You know, we got exclusive rights with him. We're gonna have to. Hey, hold on. You we're gonna have to. Writing, right? We're gonna have to figure something out. I hear he's Italian, right? We're at Joe's Pizza. He he's got to love like he's he grew up on like muscatoli and, and chicken parmesan there we and, go. and pizza. There we go. So we're just gonna have to uh, you, at Chabona. I'm gonna have to get a good sky of pizza or something next after his game. Absolutely. He doesn't look like he eats pizza though, dude. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Um, so uh, Steph Curry, um, did you see the move he put on Chris Paul? I did. Oh, that okay, okay, that, okay, that, yeah, was nasty. Um, can they win it? I mean, we talked about this last time. Do you think now, have you seen them? Do, can they win it all? Uh, can they? Maybe. I don't think they're going to. I just don't think. They're seven-game series. I don't, I don't know if they can, you know, if they have a few games they don't shoot well. I don't know if they guard well enough. I mean, I know Bogut is the key to their defense as far as, what he does inside and clocks the lane, but I just don't. I don't know if they execute well enough in the half court, and and uh, I don't know if they're as physical and stuff as they need to be defensively. And I don't know. I, I, to answer your question, I guess I don't think they can. No, I don't think they can win. All right. Well, uh, I think they're missing something. I just think they're missing something. 
All right. I, I mean, yeah, it's going to be fun, though, right, Sam? This NBA playoff? It is. It's going to be very exciting. I wish we could fast forward to the playoffs now. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, Sammy, uh, like I said, man, um, guys, he's a great follow, too, at Sam Maniscalco on Twitter. Um, Absolutely. He's our NBA college expert. Chucks and dogs. All right. Sam, thanks, man. Uh, have a good night, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. It. Yep. All right, bye. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, I mean, he's legit. Dude, you should have seen, he's so, he's he's lying. You should have seen him the other night. <laughs> he was knocking him down, huh? Dude, in a good, a, a very good Chicago basketball league. Like, against <laughs> good guys who played high school ball. Dude, and, 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 was he mean mugging you when he was draining him? It's like no, I was. Sure well, I was you were watching. No, I was watching because I was. Do, I, I run the league, and my right. team had a buy. Well, he wanted to let you know who 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 really runs who really runs the league, right? Yeah, and dude, he was coming off. It's it's ridiculous, man. It's <laughs> it's people just have to see it playing with him and then just watching him. Yeah, Sammy's Sammy's legit. Yeah, yeah, and boy, Wisconsin. He like you said, he called it on our first on our first show. I'll have to go back. He's and sticking to it, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's. He's definitely not wishy-washy on that. No. I mean, it's just... And that's from a guy that played the game. Yeah. He's been in the locker room. Yeah, yeah. They're tough. Decker is ridiculous. Yeah, they're solid, dude. Kaminsky, Decker. I didn't think they'd get it done. I mean, I I didn't have him going very far in my bracket, but... Yeah, I mean, I... God, that game's gonna be awesome. It, it Kentucky, is. Wisconsin. It's a great weekend for sports, really. You know. Yeah, well, Kentucky. You figure too. Oh yeah, that's right. Sunday night. What's going on on Sunday night? Cardinals, Cubs. I think so. Oh, that's. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My team. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, yeah my team. No bleachers. <laughs> no, they got the big screen up though. They do. They got the jumbotron. Hey, how funny would it be though? Hey, Dave. If they showed the first clip and everything was upside down. That would be. I would love that. I would That'd really. Be typical Cubs, right? <laughs> yeah, it would be too. <laughs> typical, typical, typical Cubs. Yeah, I, I didn't catch. You know, the, I, I heard the news today. I saw it was on the news where they were lifting it, uh, parts of the screen in, in place, uh, but I didn't hear. Is, is it actually going to block the view of the rooftops, or are they still in business, those guys? I saw some pictures today, and it looks like it doesn't really block the, the too much from behind the left field. I heard the right field one when it gets put up. Is going to be blocking. Yeah, well, let, let's be honest, though. When you're at a rooftop game, are you really watching? No. You're not watching nothing, no. dude. It's all you can drink, all you can eat. Booze. Yeah. Women. You're watching maybe the first couple innings, and then yeah. you're just. Well, first you, first off, my theory is you go downstairs, eat real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eat, get something in you, pound about 20 beers, then you're going to head over <laughs> to High Tops. Yeah. <laughs> for We used to go for the thong, for the, for the thong, uh. The, the thong contest. Oh, they it, had a thong contest at, at high tops. At high tops. Oh, My boys listening right now are gonna start dying. Yeah. We used to go there. Any talent? Oh. Any talent or no? I don't even. Remember. I mean, when you were I younger, even, this is viewers. I couldn't. Guy. I didn't even know what kind of paint was on the wall. That's how messed <laughs> up I was. But it was fun. It was fun. Right now, uh, we want to uh, welcome to the show, making his debut. I call him Bunks. He's Coach Bunkover from Benedictine University. Coach, how are you doing tonight? Let's try this again. You there? I call him Bunks. Coach, you there? I am here. Yeah, uh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, know. what's going? We, I, I put a great lead in for you, Coach. I'm, I'm saying, you know, I call uh, him. Bu- I call him Bunks. I go, Coach Bunkover uh, from Benedictine. It's all right. <laughs> 
It's all right. We're uh, we're talking to Coach Bunkenberg. You guys are listening to Chalks and Dogs. Uh, we're at Joe's Pizza, broadcasting live. Um, Coach Bunkenberg is on the line. He is at the Final Four. How is it out there, Coach? Is it fun? Oh, it's great. Yeah, we uh, we sorry I started a little late and stepped back from the. Uh, I was lucky enough to go to the uh, three point contest and the dunk contest at Hinkle Fieldhouse, which I've never been to before, but. Uh, what an awesome facility! Really uh, unbelievable. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, before we get to uh, some NCAA talk, Dave, he won uh, his 300th game, college basketball game. Oh wow! Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. You know, it took me 50 years. I <laughs> no, it did. Three wins a year, but <laughs> uh, no, it was it was really special to see all our guys, our former players, come back and celebrate, and just seeing them back on campus was really kind of an awesome feeling. The 300 part was. Obviously, just uh, a cherry on top of the Sunday, but um, yeah, it was a it was a good it was a good uh, it was a good event. Awesome, Coach Bunks is uh, I call him Bunks. He's Coach Bunkenberg at Benedictine. Um, he's from uh, he went to St. Pat's, played at Benedictine, um, and uh, I'd like to get your take on something, Coach. Um, you know, sure. l- looking at the matchup, uh, Wisconsin Kentucky. Um, you co- you coach at the college level. Um, is there a way that Wisconsin should attack them? Uh, knowing how big they are, should they slow the pace down? I was asking, you know, one of our other guests, would you attack them differently, you know, or would you just play the same pace? You no, know, you know, you know, I've, I've only watched a couple games, and obviously Kentucky with the two big six eleven kids, it's just that easy to get to the rim. But their strength, you know, Wisconsin's strength is perimeter. You know, it's the perimeter shot. I mean, they're obviously going to have to shoot the ball really well, and probably do a lot of drawing kicks. But they've also looked. Wisconsin's also done well is the is get some second second or third shots off those shots. So I, I, I think they just attack the same way they've been attacking. And that's obviously running that swing offense, pick and rolls, pick and pops. They're gonna have to hit the outside shot. Very I mean, obviously they're gonna have to shoot well and uh, they're gonna have to defend well, obviously. But if they can get some second or third opportunities off some of those shots because obviously when you shoot from the perimeter you have some opportunities to get some Long rebound, but and then the thing that's other great is, is great about Wisconsin is their patience. You know, they're not going to take quick shots. They're they're going to be they're going to make Kentucky work. Hopefully, take Kentucky out of their transition game a little bit. But I think Wisconsin, if they play their game, they shoot the ball well. The key is can they defend Kentucky's athleticism? I, I, I think that's going to be the key. Can they guard on the perimeter and can they guard one on one? So. It's going to be interesting. I, I hope it's a good game. I think it will be. Look, looking at the matchups, Coach, um, you know, do, do you uh, – we, 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 had, we had another guest on, and I asked him the same question. I'd love to hear your take. Um, do you think the game's going to be won on the boards or in the backcourt? What, what are you thinking of looking at this game? Um, I think it's going to be it's going to be game down the boards. I, I think if, if Wisconsin gets – if they can get some second shots – um, awesome, and they're going to have to be able to keep Kentucky off the glass, which which is going to be a tough task. Right. <laughs> um, you know, guard guard play. Um, you know, Wisconsin guards are, are obviously are obviously good, but Kentucky's guards are phenomenal. Yeah, they're but amazing. You know what? Wisconsin does a good job. Is they they don't really pressure a lot on the perimeter. They you know they gap defend. Um, so if they can help, not allow those Kentucky guards to get deep in penetration, I think they'll be okay. Do you, do you see it being a close game, or do you think you think uh, one one team's going to run away with it? 
No, I think Wisconsin is going to stay in it. I mean, look, look, look what they've done all year. Yeah, you know they played some, they played some really good teams. Seniors, right? They're 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 a group that's been around a long time. I just think because of their um, their experience, they've been here before. Um, I think it's going to be a really good game. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think Wisconsin can pull it off. Um, so playing the Saturday Monday game. As a coach, how do you guys go about? I mean, scouting. Uh, they they got to have those those two get two teams scouted already, right? The both on, from Monday. yeah, yeah. You know, you got all your tapes all ready to go. Obviously, um, obviously, their first scout is Saturday, and um, they're going to put a lot of. Obviously, if you still win that game, the Monday game doesn't mean anything. So you're going to put a lot of time into that Saturday game. Obviously, with film and the scout reports and and on-the-floor um, preparation. And then that Monday game, you know, um, the scout report's going to be pretty, I mean, it's going to be ready. But I'm sure the coach that wins that game, uh, the coaches are going to be watching, you know, if you're the second game, they're going to be watching the first game. If they're the um, uh, the first game, those coaches that are in the second game are going to be watching too. But um, as, soon as, as soon as those games are over, the coaches are in watching film and, they're, and, and they are – analyzing and, and, and putting together um, some tape from that game. But when it's one day to prepare, um, I just think you don't put a, you don't put a ton of time into it. You have to basically say, hey, we do what we do. Um, obviously, they're going to put in a game plan. They're going to watch film. But you're not going to spend a ton of time um, with, with one day to prepare. So you're going to rely on your team saying, hey, um, this is what we've, we've we've done all year. We've been in tournaments, whether it be the Big Ten tournament, whether it be the SEC tournament. Um, these teams are, are are used to that. So, um, uh, but you can't you can't play Monday if you don't win Saturday. So, so true. You know, uh, from a from a coaching standpoint, what do you do? Um, what do you what do you think the the uh, uh, the direction? Like, what do you think the coach does to keep the guys uh, focused and with their eye on the prize? I mean, I'm sure there's a a lot of excitement for these kids, and uh, it's a big weekend. Um, how important is it to keep them focused and uh, and uh, keep the distractions to a minimum? Um, you know, at that level, it's got to be hard, right? I mean, but so here's the thing: I remember watching. Uh, I think it was an H- it was a ESPN or HBO special, and they were they had something on, on Kentucky, and, and that program is so under the microscope. And I thought when they hired Calipari, it was such a perfect fit. Um, their first practice, they had like 300 people or 400 people in their practice facility. So these guys oh, have been around people watching their practices. Crazy. Uh, obviously, uh, media uh, people all over them. Both these teams are, are used to it. But obviously, you try and keep it to a minimum, but... Both well, these kids are used to this. I mean, Wisconsin has a huge advantage, and so does Kentucky. They've both been here. So I always say that the team that hasn't been here and hasn't experienced this is probably Duke and Michigan State, right? Those teams haven't been here in a while. Right. So um, I think Wisconsin and, and Duke, I'm sorry, Wisconsin and Kentucky have a big advantage in terms of, of, of being here. They've had guys that have experienced this. But um, those coaches are so good at this and, and deflecting all the distractions and, and keeping these kids away when they need to get away. So, um, um, but yeah, it, it, it's got to be hard. But 
I can't imagine what what uh, what a Final Four is. I just watched uh, I think it was Michigan State coming out of the practice, and they had like a police escort taking them out. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing what these kids are, what, what these kids experience here. How did it uh, How did it look? How does the, how does the practices look? I mean, I'm sure they're just shooting around, but do, is is it it's amazing to watch? Well, they're yeah. The practice this practice was was uh, no one. Was, uh, I wasn't in there. The practices are tomorrow okay. at our, to the public. You know, they'll, they'll have 20,000 people. And basically, those are just shoot-arounds. They just come in and maybe do some shoot, um, some shooting drills and maybe some two-on-one, three-on-two type of stuff. But really for them, it's just kind of um, uh, more relaxing for them to come into the building because they, they're going to be in that building without uh, a massive amount of people. And I think that's what they were doing today. Um, but tomorrow it's just kind of a go in, shoot around, uh, not do a whole lot, not show a whole lot. Uh, do you think anybody's going to come out with any surprises? Any uh, anything different than, than we've seen throughout the tournament? No, I don't think so. You know, you, you get down to what this is their 40th game of the year. Yeah. Um, obviously, you make some adjustments, but I don't think there's going to be any big surprises. Um, you know, when you watch Wisconsin play offensively, do, do you ever see Bo Ryan call a playout? Never. It's unbelievable. Never. Never. They just, which is amazing. I mean, they they literally just run their system, trust in their guys, and um, it's unbelievable. Um, Now, Michigan State, obviously everything they do offensively is sets, and the same with Duke to to an extent, but I don't think many teams are going to do anything differently. Um, But it's going to be fun to watch because they're both hard-nosed, I mean, all. I mean, I guess all four teams are just hard-nosed, man-to-man uh, defenses. You know, Kentucky's a little bit more pressure. Wisconsin's a little bit more uh, gap. But Duke and Michigan State are in your face. So it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But I don't think there's a. I don't think there's going to be a ton of adjustments or anything that we're going to see. At least from a fan's perspective, even you know, a coach's perspective, it's going to be majorly different than what they've done all year. All right, cool, coach. Um, can we? Maybe get uh, I don't know who you got like who, who's going to win both games and who's going to win the championship. Who do you think's going to win the Duke, uh, Duke Duke Michigan State? You know, um, if you look at the records, right, uh, Izzo's one and eight against Mike Shishovsky. Okafor is such a load. Duke's playing well. They're shooting the ball well. Now the thing with Michigan State is you got you got two or three seniors on that club. Guys are a little bit older, but I just think Duke's a little bit more talented. I think Duke's going to win that game. Um, and then you can't not pick Kentucky. I think the Wisconsin game is going to be a really good game, but I think Kentucky is going to beat them in a close matchup. And then I think Kentucky's going to win it all against Duke. So um, wow, undefeated. But I, you know, I, I think I think I think all, both games are going to be great. I think the championship game is going to be great. All right, well, we'll let you out on this one. I got something real quick. Who? who it's got so we you're at the final four. Everybody, we're talking to Keith Bunkenberg, Bunks from Benedictine University, head coach. Uh, wh- who's got the Who's got the best crowd right now? Who's Who's got ever, who, Kentucky? Well, uh, the following. Kentucky's got the best crowd, uh, probably followed by uh, Wisconsin, um, and then Duke, and then uh, Michigan State in that order. At least that's what I've seen so far. But it's got to be. Um, it's got to be. Talk awesome. about four powerhouses. I mean, there's just a ton of people here. It's unbelievable. That's awesome. All right, Coach. Well, thanks for taking some time to come out with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, like we said, uh, congratulations on the 300 victories. Yeah, that's awesome.
Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And uh, great show. Keep it up. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Talk to you. Same here. All right, bye. Bye. Wow. Wow, how about that? This Breaking is another it down, huge snow. Dude. Wow, that's awesome. Breaking it down, dude. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, coach speak. Yeah, this is what we say, coach speak. That's awesome. You know what's still on my mind? What's that? Bernstein Spiegel, dude. Oh, dude, that guy's such an asshole. <laughs> Fuck him, man. Oh, he's the worst. He's like, the worst. Really? Dude, I, we can go on the score right now. Yeah. And I can do four hours if you give me uh, give me some uh Commercials and and some stuff and talk for fifteen minutes. Do a sports chicks, update. Let's talk about some chicks' boobs. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. And you know, um, he took over from Mike. Mike Greenberg kind of had that that spot. Joke, dude. Yeah, and then so Mike goes and, and I just think I don't know who who he thinks he is. I really don't. I mean, it's just for a guy that that likes to cr- criticize other people so much to just come out and make a stupid remark on social media like that. Not thinking, you know. Good. He had what he 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 had what what he deserved. He got what he deserved for sure. And for him to have to eat crow and apologize, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, and whatever. So let's let's do this real quick. Um, holier than thou sports. Yeah, listen to that guy. Turn, it's the God, worst. man. I really yeah. want. Yeah, joke. Yeah. J O K E. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to call this segment Dave and Eric's Top Yeah. Picks. I've been looking at it. I've been looking at it. You, What do you got? Two each, right? Yeah, we're going to go. So we're, you, just gonna, we're just going to. Let's, well, let's give out our top two plays. All right. Um, why don't you start? And then what we're going to oh, do you're is. Oh, you going to make me go first. Well, you okay. Wanna, you, right. I went first last time. Yeah, no, no, I know. I know. How, how did we do last time? I got, I dude, got I went two and two. Remember I said two and two yeah, of course? Yeah. Get some water, dude. <laughs> I'm going to come home. Ashley's going to be like, where were you? Why are you all in water? Because <laughs> <laughs> I crawl into bed and she's pregnant. Yeah. Dude, my kid's an animal, by the way. Oh, yeah? He's a beast, dude. <laughs> He's in tantrum mode right now. That's good, man. That's what you want. You want him to have a little chip on his shoulder. Tantrum mode. Take, don't, don't, doesn't take any shit, right? Whatever. All as right. long as he's got that basketball in his hand and golf club. <laughs> That's right. It's That's cool right. with me, dude. Does he have the big, like, plastic golf club? No, he up? uses he, – he grabs my golf – my regular golf club oh, right, right out of my bag. He walks around with it, and if I take it from him, he goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's so, get back. Right. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick both games here. All right, I'm gonna take Wisconsin in the five and a half, and I'm gonna take State in the five and a half, or no five. Sorry, Michigan State in five with the five, and Wisconsin plus five. Take both. Yeah, you're gonna take both dogs. I'm gonna take both dogs. Okay, so you got so you, who? Okay, okay. That's those are your plays against the spread. Yep. Okay, I am going to go with. I like the under in Wisconsin, Kentucky. 130 and a half. You're ballsy, dude. 76% is on the over. I go against the public most of the time. I love the under. Um, It went up only a half a point and 76% is on it. That might be a a good call, dude. dude. That might be a good call. Uh, I like the under. I think it's going to be slow-paced. I think Wisconsin's going to run their sets. I don't think Wisconsin's going to want to play fast-paced with them. I talked about that earlier with Sammy. I don't think that's going to happen. All right, and then the second game. I'm going with Michigan State. Seventy percent on Duke. The line just moved a half point. Eighty-seven percent on the money line. I'm going to take Michigan State plus the five, and I got Wisconsin Kentucky under. That is David Eric's top two plays. We got to get some production rolling on that. We're going to get something going. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta Frankie's right next production. to us. We yeah. should just have Frankie come on and say, 
from Joe's Pizza. <laughs> He's laughing. Yeah. He's laughing. <laughs> this guy's the man. All right, well, uh, Dave, why don't you – that was against the spread. Yeah. Who you got winning both games? I honestly – I it's hard to go against Kentucky. It's hard to go against Kentucky. Um and it's really hard to go against Duke. I think you're going to see Kentucky Duke. Yeah? Yeah. Who wins it? Probably Kentucky. I All mean, right. okay. I'm okay. going out on All a right. limb there, I know, but I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to I'm going to go Wisconsin. Yeah? I think they're going to lose. I kind of want to see an undefeated team. That's cool, right? I I'm going to go Wisconsin and I'm going to go Duke. I don't think they're going to cover. I think Duke's going to beat them. I think Michigan State's going to run out of a little gas. I got Wisconsin Duke in the final. And I'm going to roll with Duke. Duke. As national I just, champs. I just hate Coach K. I can't do it. He's a Weber guy. He's a Chicago guy. I know. You but don't like Polish guys? I'm Polish. Yeah, I don't like Polish guys. He's just. You I like pierogies? Everything, everything. You, I, hey, yeah. you like pierogies? I like a good pierogi. It's the best. Oh, I know. I know. Kalachki? Yeah, a Kalachki? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, he doesn't like Duke. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, um. I just, I don't know, something about Coach K who's, he's just, I, I don't like a guy that always wins. It's just tough. I like an underdog, so. Yeah, I mean, all right, well, th- those are those are our plays. Um, we had some great guests on tonight. Oh, huge. We talked a little golf in the beginning. Hopefully you guys will get through it if you're not a big golfing guru, but it's, it's hey. You know what? It wasn't just me and you, though. We had Matt Harness. It was Harness. very, I mean, very, huge. very informative. Matt's awesome. I mean, Chicago, Chicago Tribune Media. Come on, guys. We're getting we're getting huge guys from Tribune coming on. In, I mean, in studio. If you don't, even if you don't like golf, I mean, you're not going to get a guy that knows more than Matt. No. You know what I mean? Matt, Matt's he's good. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, good. Yeah. He uh, he plays and he's he's very good. Um, and then uh, we rocked with uh, Ed Etip. Ed Etip one one Appcackers advantage. Uh, he gave out a couple plays. Like I said, you know they've been having a rough go around in college basketball but hey you never know man he can get hot real quick and make you some money um absolutely and then, and then we uh went to sammy maniscalco our expert yeah our nba our college basketball guy he's ours he's gonna make it big and then uh he's gonna and he's gonna forget gonna, about us that's what's gonna happen no somebody's gonna, gonna hear him like he's gonna be working for espn and he's gonna be like deity who no 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 <laughs> no no chance and then uh, we just, lastly, we just had uh, Keith Bunkenberg, Benedictine University head basketball coach, was live at the Final Four, took some time out. He, he broke it down, coach, coach speak, as we say on this little podcast. Dude, did you notice? I mean, these are guys that know what they're talking about. Sam and Bunks, they bo- what do they both say? The game, the Kentucky game is going to be one on the boards, both of them. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, just two guys that know what they're talking about. Absolutely, that's crazy. All right, well, uh, well before we end this little uh, show that we call Chalks and Dogs, why don't we uh, talk a little baseball for about two oh, minutes? No. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Um, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Yeah, no, sounds so, good. Uh, Joe's Pizza. We're at Joe's. Order, guys, order online. Yeah. Dave, Dave's. I, I'm making Dave take home. Another half half thing of pizza. <laughs> He'll probably eat it. I'll probably eat it on I'll, the way home. I was I was here again on Sunday, again, dude. So good. You didn't didn't you eat dinner here tonight? Yeah, but I have, I during the week, I eat I eat good. 
right. then I, I splurge on Sundays. Um, so tonight I just had, I, I go no carbs. So I had like some, some just like a meatball and sure. some, some peppers. You got to watch um, that figure, bro. I'm married right now. <laughs> You don't you don't have any of the like the sympathy weight though you know like you're supposed to gain weight when your wife's pregnant because you you feel bad because she's hungry you get to eat with her you're supposed to put on like twenty pounds and you you got nothing I know I think Fra- you I lost in, twenty pounds I, I know Frank I come in here Frank is like dude what's going on man you're skinny <laughs> people think you're like have a disease <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I know I gotta start eating all right man um, Cubs opener Sunday night. I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be hovering right around 81, 81 and eighty-one. I really do, man. I think last Jay Carrietta, dude. Yeah. He's tough, man. No, I'm, I'm. Okay, so if you look at their starters, I'm not saying I'm not. They're still two years away. They're nothing. Nothing's gonna. But they're they're on the right track. They're, they're, I mean, Cup fans I mean, were saying they were two years no, away two years ago. I know, but Dave. Okay. But, <laughs> No, they, it's they, always, did, they did it the right way. It's always been a five-year no, plan with Epstein, but right? Yeah, they did it the right way. They broke out, it broke it all the way down, and they went the way of rebuilding. And I mean, the, Cub, I, the Cubbies lit up Samarja. I know that. Oh, <laughs> smoke them, <laughs> Jeff with his long hair and his long locks. Well, no, I think they're gonna be hovering around eighty-one, eighty-one. What was? I, I'm not a, I'm not a Sox fan. I don't root against them. I don't root for them. Um, God, do I like what they did in the offseason, though. They're going to oh, be dude, tough, man. Dude, absolutely. They're going to be tough. Abreu, Garcia is going to be healthy and right. Um, dude, Sale. Yeah, you got Sale. You got Samarja. You got Danks. my boy. You know who I love? Who? I don't like Danks. What? Danks is garbage. Quintana. He's, yeah, Quintana. That's he's, huge. He's, he's awesome. Um, we got Ramirez at short. The only signing I didn't like that I couldn't stand is bringing back Gordon Beckham. I didn't get it either, What's and I actually, point, I actually dude. liked Gordon Beckham. I actually liked him. I liked him, but he just fell off. And, yeah, bringing him back, I don't know. But, I mean, you look at it, yeah, Abreu. Um, I mean, this is Alexi's back. Um, Melky Cabrera, come on. I know. They're going to be good. What do you think they're going to win? You know, you asked me three months ago, and I thought maybe 80, but I, I think they could push 84. I told you to take yeah. you over when you were in Vegas. Yeah, I know, I know. Dude, I just saw it. It was like 83 now. Yeah, yeah. It went up. Yeah, I know. It's it, it went before I went to Vegas. What, it was 78. Yeah, what did you have it when you before you went? Before I went, it was 78. When I got there, it was 81. 81 or 81 and a half. 81 and a half, I think it was. Yeah. And it jumped so 78, and it's already jumped to 83. So that's fine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are hitting it probably. That's why I, I like them. Yeah. I do like them. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Detroit. I think Kansas City might take a little bit of a. A falling back this year. Yeah. Um, I I can see them winning the AL Central and making a push, man. I really can. I really can. Yeah, they're always. Yeah, they're always. What do you got going, going on over there? You all right? Yeah. No, I'm fine. I just dropped my iPad. All right. You want to talk about anything? We good? No, I think we're good, man. I mean, we put in uh, an, an hour 30. I cut this thing down. It's going to be like uh, an hour 20. I mean, nice, there's not man. much to cut out. There's not a lot of fat to trim out of this one, dude. This was awesome. Yeah. Uh, episode three. Guys, we're on iTunes. You want to give them a little? Yeah. Hey, yeah, go you, ahead. yeah. You can get on iTunes. Uh, we'll, we'll tweet the link out. It's kind of a long link, but you can also go to iTunes. Look us up. We're also going to be on uh you know, whatever you listen to your podcast on, whatever app you listen to on your Android, uh, you know, if it's not iTunes, it's, you know, something else. 
you should be able to search us. We should be there. If you don't see us, you know, just just let me. Let's just hit us up. We'll we'll figure out what's going on. Cool, man. All right, for uh, for all our guests, um, starting out with Matt Harness from Chicago Tribune. Thanks, Matt. Going to uh, at E Tip. Then we went to Sammy Maniscalco, and then we finished off with Keith Bunkenberg. Great show. We're at Joe's Pizza. We're signing off. Chalks and dogs for D&E. Peace.